Hey guys, um, hope you're enjoying the podcast as always. Uh, obviously, I'm sure if you're following me on social, you know about this, but if you don't, I am doing Tea with Gary V. Uh, I've been doing it for about a month. It's been remarkable. Uh, if you're not following it, you're making a huge mistake. 9 a.m. Eastern time during this uh, crisis, we're doing some incredible stuff. Please check it out. Tea with Gary V. Live on all my social platforms every morning at 9 a.m. Twitter is definitely the place that you can't miss it. Uh, in general, I think if you're not following me on Twitter, it's a huge mistake. Gary V-E-E on Twitter. Check it out. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Today's podcast is a mashup where Gary gives his opinion on the truth about social media. Enjoy. You're clearly like really bullish on social media. Yes. Um, so and like I've heard. Yeah, we've all kind of grown up with social media and such. Makes sense. And I think we're recognizing like the upsides, but also recognizing the downsides. Even these companies are talking about things like they know the technology is addictive. We know the technology is addictive. All that, and we see a lot of people that are like kind of like wanting to detox sometimes. So how do you think like? What does the evolution of social media look like in that regard? Like companies understanding that maybe people don't want to always be connected and people not always want to be connected, but understanding that like social media is not going away. Like what does that whole evolution look like? Accountability. If you even for a second think it's a good idea for Apple and Google and Facebook to help you be less addicted, you are on the path of losing. You don't like Instagram? Delete it. The second we allow ourselves to let the machines help us help ourselves is the second you become more vulnerable. I believe that. Sure. Like, you want Apple to limit the amount of time you're on Instagram for you? Like, you think that's the way, that's, that's what you, you want that? Mazel tov, take it. But like, I promise you, then there's gonna be the next thing and the next thing, and the next thing. You're either account, social media is exposing us, it's not changing us. There is no social media, brother. They're empty pipes. Social media doesn't make you mean. Social media doesn't make you insecure. You're insecure, you're mean. We're getting exposed, not changed. We're addicted, to, we're addicted to human interaction. The reason the world exists in a world where we've had atomic bombs for 70 years is we like each other. We're not addicted to social media. We are interactive creatures. You're addicted to people. Cool, you don't wanna be on Instagram? Go read Vogue. Knock yourself out. This is a, this is a very fun thing for me to watch evolve. Um, People don't like being held accountable. So, um, a lot of things, the way that these platforms claim they're addictive is the way a lot of things are addictive. Are we gonna ban pretty people? Are we gonna limit our time to watching comedy? Are we gonna limit the time we listen to music? This is a really, this is the demonization, bless you, this is the demonization of technology. Let me give you a really good piece of advice. Go read the articles around the kaleidoscope. I'm being dead serious. Go Google the early articles around the kaleidoscope. You'll think you're reading about Instagram. History's got all the answers. I failed, I I could not be in this program because I failed all my classes, but the one class I was good at was history and it is the continuous framework of how I think about a lot of this stuff.
literally the articles of the kaleidoscope are making the same arguments now. So if you have FOMO, it's because you have levels of insecurity that are raging, which has a lot more to do with the way you were parented and where you grew up and the natural DNA you were given, not Snapchat. So how do I think it's gonna play out? In its worst, our government gets disproportionately involved, which will be fine. I could care less. Just so everybody knows, I care about attention, not social media. So if we all stop doing social media, I'm gonna figure out where your eyes and ears are going. You're gonna go somewhere. We're not locking ourselves up in a room. So I don't give a Google and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and LinkedIn can disappear off the face of the earth tomorrow and I'd probably be the single happiest person because my most comfortable state is reacting quickly to where attention goes. Uh, I just feel bad for any human being that thinks that's gonna help them. Because they're gonna find something else to complain about or to be controlled by. This is an internal framework conversation not an external technology conversation. What's your opinion on Instagram testing, taking away likes in Canada and stuff like that? I hope they do it. How do you think that will impact social media? Uh, it will change a lot of people's creative because they won't pander to likes. They'll start putting out more of what they want to actually put out. It will make a, a very high percentage of people lose leverage because their social equity is predicated on their following count uh, and I think it would lead to good behavior. So specifically, how do you think it will affect your social media presence? Zero. Zero? Zero. I'm not predicated on my following count or my blue check or how many likes a post gets. I'm predicated on the message I'm delivering in the content. Thanks. You're welcome. Basically, the article said people on TikTok, it's like their likes are like their value. Their likes are their money. Their likes are their, like, the it's their currency. Yes. It's their currency. Yes. It's exactly what it says. And I just sat back and thought, and I was like, what kind of world would you live in if that's the only thing that, like, you value what you sit home and you go, oh, hey, like, this is human behavior. And then another question is, do you think that your feelings in your relationship with your family reflects in your work and your business life and the model you're Yes, 100%. I think that this company is a complete and utter reflection of the way I was parented and the circumstances in which I was parented. 100%. I think that this company is optimistically practical. So, um, and that's uniquely what I can bring to the table in this company. So this company is extremely young and coastal, which means it's unbelievably socially liberal, which is incredible, because I am as well, but that also leads to vulnerability. Um, and so my practicality and immigrant upbringing and like merit-based infrastructure helps us a lot when the most senior leaders do things that are currently popular but are unbelievably uh, uh, scary to me of what that could lead to a month later. I mean like, I mean Slack at VaynerMedia is 
like dark Reddit. Like, you know, like there's a lot of good, but there's plenty of dark. And like, that's just the nature of what happens, especially when what's happening outside the four walls of VaynerMedia is happening in our society, which is activating people in a completely different way than a decade ago or two decades ago or two decades from today. And so, yes, I feel like I'm very fortunate to be the human that I am during this time because I think I have practical optimism. I give zero thoughts to controlling my public image. Zero. I mean, they doc, my team's in here. I don't even look at what they're making. The way I control my public image is by living my truth and letting the chips fall. It's the most liberating thing of all time. I don't think about it at all. Keep going. Um, and your ever-growing company is health 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 keeps me up at night the health and well-being of the 12 people that I'm closest related to or love the most as a friend scares the f- out of me like way more than it scares most people I think about it all the time because I don't care about the work enough like it's what my passion is but like if like if a core 12 person in my life, is terminally ill or passes away, it will shut me down. So that keeps me up. Professionally, I'm not kept up. I'm capable, I'm talented. Business is tricky, because we haven't, we don't treat business the way we treat music artists and athletes, but I think it's much more similar to that than it is other things. So like, once you know you're a good athlete, like, you may not win every game, but like, LeBron's not confused that he's bad, you know? He doesn't think like tomorrow he's not gonna be able to play. He may not win every game, and I genuinely feel like I'm that. Like, I'm not gonna miraculously tomorrow not be what I've been for the last 38 years of my life, which is a disproportionately successful business human, right? So I'm good. And different from being close to you, how would you say it's changed as you've grown more followers and like gotten a bigger image in the media? My intuition on that is that there's a small percentage of people in this company who think I don't care about the company or I'm not involved because they think I'm spending all my time being Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the only case, and, that, and that's probably three to 12% of the people within their first year to two years. Or there's just inherent in people who just like the idea of fighting against the company. You know, there's, that's just the way life is, and that's okay. I, I deploy enormous amounts of empathy against all of this. Um, but it's changed because everything changes. It's like anything else. But I think the spirit and the intent is 100% intact, which is why even at 850, it feels a lot better than other places that are even 50. It's not, people are like, oh, people are so basic, they think size destroys it. Intent destroys it. There's plenty of 38-person companies that suck because she or he is about their money, not about their employees. Not super complicated. So just natural stuff that I'm super signed up for. You know, I don't like being judged negatively that way by my own team, but I'm empathetic. You know, you try to do open door policy, try to do things like this. But you know, the realities are there's collateral damage in anything that is growing. As long as I put my head on my pillow every night, it makes everything pretty easy. And I look at data. How much voluntary exiting do we have here? How many people want to come back after they leave? 
what, you know, I don't look at fake data like Glassdoor, I look at real data. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness, uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is Wow by Beast Brendan. Gary V is on another level. Love the heart, passion, and work ethic he instills in not only himself, but everyone around him. A true leader. Thanks to Beast Brendan. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.